my cross and I'll follow you. Take up my cross and I'll follow you. Take up my cross and I'll follow you. Everybody sing. Take up my cross and I'll follow you. Take up my cross and I'll follow you. Take up my cross and I'll follow you. And I'll follow you.
Father, we just pray and, and we thank you, Lord Jesus. Here I am. Use me, Lord. Um, why don't you just uh, lift your hands up toward heaven. Man, let's, uh, I, let's end your identity issues right now. And, and the old do I matter question that it ends right now. And that, Father, we just thank you, Lord. The war against my identity is over that I'm a child of the Most High God and I accept all your word and all your ways. I'm here and I'm committed to follow you. And Father, there's absolutely nothing, nothing that can separate me from the love of God. So Father, I just pray for each and every person here and whatever is coming against their identity right now in the name of Jesus and trying to confuse them. Well, whoever showed up in their life and whatever is showing up and whatever's happening in the name of Jesus, that it get pulled into the identity of who I am in Christ Jesus and not what that is going to make me and not what that is going to do for me. Or I lay my life down and I, Father God, follow after you, Lord Jesus. The war on your identity is over and the turn the curve that you're making i used to be mom i used to be dad i used to be uncle i used to be brother i used to be sister and and i don't know who i am anymore because everything i used to take care of is gone in jesus name he says now take care of the call take the call take who i'm sending you here i am lord jesus use me you matter you matter in the very kingdom of god he's called you and, and he's got a plan and he's got a purpose and the enemy would love to confuse you about what you're supposed to be doing and where you're supposed to be but in the name of Jesus God is there always been there he'll never leave you or forsake you and he says I called you into my own father we just receive that and refuse to go out of here confused about our assignment in this world and if it's not with God I don't want it with me if it can't come close and submit under God, it can't be with me. And so, Lord Jesus, get everything out that's masking itself as a friend or relationship or, or something that's trying to comfort me or, or, or desire or, or things that I, I may be doing involved in that, that won't come under the very will of God and won't come under the presence of God. Lord God, I thank you for closing that door and causing crop failure on that bad seed in the name of Jesus that I want all things as Jesus said. If it's not with me, it's going to be scatter, scatter it, Lord God. And it shouldn't be here. I should not be lying away confused about whether it's right or wrong. I'm going to follow after God. And Lord, we receive that identity in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. We'll never be the same. Never, never, never. 
will I be the same? God increase, pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. I'm going to walk with power and not let the loss get left. Amen. You guys may be seated. I am, uh, man, I, I do realize that I went over those songs and saw those songs, but I love those songs of our worship, our commitment to God. Commitment to God. We should never back off our commitment to God. Amen. That the Bible says the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. That no matter what I try to turn to, it's what God has already made me to be. Uh, people will always remember what God called us to be. That's why in, uh, it's called Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Even though God changed his name, he always meant for him to be Jacob. And sometimes that we have to step back and go like, God, what did you call me to do? Because I know that's what's going to last. Um, hidden figures, not about the movie, but uh, this was the theme that's been in my heart. That, uh, and it's part of my uh, theme for my student training and conferences is uh, our hidden figures, our part is, is that mentoring is a step for making things equal, you know, and that's part of mentoring. But today, it's stacked in our favor. God has stacked things in our favor, and, and understanding that it's, it's with Christ that, that is the stack that stacks us in his favor. So uh, Matthew chapter 14, verse 19 through 21, and he instructed the crowds to sit down on the grass taking the five loaves and the two fishes and looking up to heaven, he spoke a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples and the disciples to the people. They all ate and were satisfied and the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. About 5,000 men were fed in addition to women and children. Father, I pray, I thank you, Lord, for your word to go forth. I thank you, Lord God, as I decrease, you increase. We need to hear what you have to say in Jesus' name. Amen. So 5,000 men plus women and children. This is before there is a, uh, what do they say, husband and wife and 2.5 kids. This was before that time. It means that they were having a bunch of kids. There could have been 10, 20,000 people fed from two fish and five loaves of bread. How many of y'all know there better have been some hidden figures from somewhere? Right? Jesus had the figures covered, right? How much do we have for 20,000 people? We got five loaves of bread and we got two fish. You can't cut that up physically and feed all them people. But God can. God can. God has it hidden. And, and this is the thing, right? Right? We have to make sure we're not trying to chase things on our own and thinking that we're putting ourselves in favorable situation, but take ourselves out of the favor of God because we'll come up less than, right? When you settle for less than what you're asking for, you'll get less than what you settle for. You will get less. That line, look, and, and I mean, I want y'all, y'all please pray about coming to our, the, the family class on Friday nights. The stuff is so rich. You, it teaches you on every relationship possibility you could have. The fact that there's no line, you've lost your line. If you lose your line in anything you're doing, if you lose your line in relationship and start crossing your line, you'll never know where your structure is. There's no way to build when you have no line. I just love that. I've been used to it all week. 
Use it all week. Like, have a standard. Tell the young ladies, have a standard and don't cross it. Young men, have a standard. Don't cross it. I, I don't understand why we, if, if I'm using it in school, I don't, please, I'm, I'm begging you now. Jesus had the hidden figures that took two fish and five loaves into a meal that fed 5,000 men plus women and children. Jesus' blessing and breaking of the food brought forth the hidden figures that provided for their entire crowd. Let's even go with that. If Jesus blessed you, he will also break you, not in a harmful way, but to give you out. And that's the way it grows. God never told us to shrink back from doing his will. He blessed and broke us so that more could be fed from us and by us and through us. There's no way I was sitting there praying and, and, uh, and I had supposed to write you earlier too because I had got up and I was worshiping that morning. I was like, oh my gosh, like the, the worship time is crazy. Like I know we're going to go into this place and, and it's all I can do not to go in there and, 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 and preach because I know that's not what God called me to do, but God called me to go in there and talk under his authority, which somebody will get ministered to. It's amazing if I go and talk under my authority thinking I'm so holy, I'm so heavenly that I can't say words without using God in it. God says, you're really not using me, you're using you. He said, but if you go in there and do it under the rules of what you're supposed to be doing, I will make people hear. If we do and say things outside of the rule of God, no one's going to hear it no matter how much we quote passages. That was the other thing that got me yesterday. The people, the other speakers were reading directly from notes, personal stories. How many of y'all don't need to read a note about your personal life? You can say your stuff. This lady was talking about her son reading notes. I'm like, you know, event, you know, you think it did that happen. <laughs> there are times that we can get so so like bogged down and trying to follow something that we forget to follow God. And her message was, could have been great. I think it was great, but you're reading notes. We're wondering, do I really need to read a note on how my son got arrested? No. I don't need to read a note about that. I know that one. I know all the troubles and trials I've been through. Not our son. Come on, the lady. Come on, man. And I thought, like, some people don't even know themselves well enough to follow after God. Especially depending on the situation, right? On the situation. No, I'm, I got this one, Jesus. There's not a one that I have without God. And I don't care how long I've been doing it. All right? We'll pour ourselves into God so we won't be too poor to pour out into our life. Pour into God. The blessing and the breaking of Christ is the supply and the victory for man. He blessed it. He supplied. He break it. That's your victory. It's breaking us so that we can be used by God. God does not hurt people. Okay, let's make sure we get that right. Uh, we, I hear songs, break my heart, oh God. I cannot find that in the Bible. God does not break people's heart. And then goes and say, Jesus is the mender of a broken heart. <laughs> What are you doing? Right? But God will say, if you get yourself from under his covering, that's what will happen. Is a broken heart. 
And you'll come back to him for the mentoring part. So the hidden figure. So God, how are you going to do this in my life? Uh, how many of y'all, and don't raise your hand, but, but some of us have two loaves and, and two fish, <laughs> two loaves, two fish and five loaves, and we got to feed thousands. Your bills are thousands, and all you got is two fish <laughs> and five loaves. God, you need to bless and break this. But you, he says, yeah, when you give it to me, I will. You handed me the bill. I told you to hand me your gift. The fish and the bread was the gift. It was the seed. It was the offering. We've already taken up offering, so I can say this. It was the offering. This is the tithe. He can't bless and break what we won't give him. He can't make it multiply. He can't bless and break my life. He can't bless and, and break me out and, and give to, to all of these people and thousands of kids if I don't give him myself first thing in the morning. It won't happen. I'm not that good. Not that good. But God is. And he says, I want to hidden figures to come out of you so that people that you didn't count on speaking to, they can hear it without you speaking directly to them. They'll be able to hear it. I'll give you exactly what to say if you let me bring the figures out of you. And there I was yesterday trying to figure out what story I was going to start with first. And he says, that won't work for us today. This is too depressing. You're going to have to let me lead. Because there are some people out here that they've made sick by just talking. I said, all right, we're going to do it. We're going to have us a good time. Faith is the hidden figures that takes us from not enough to more than enough. It's your faith. It's your faith. Not enough to more than enough. Listen to this, Psalms 27, 10 through 11. It says, though my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my oppressors. And, and there's things like right there you have to stop and say, that means God will always be there. And never get down because of who's left and who has walked away and who has gone. Uh, there are times, in, and I have to watch it because sometimes I can have a negative connotation about, I understand that people are going to leave. I understand people are going to get what they want out of you and then go on their way. However, you need to make sure you do it for God, and that way you always have your supply. So even though they may have shown up and got what they want, you're still getting what you need because you were doing it for Jesus anyway. Right? If we're going to be a bridge, we've got to let people walk on us sometimes. They got to cross over somehow. And see, a lot of people don't like that. They don't like being the bridge. They don't like to be the one standing in the gap. Right? They, they, they don't want to do that. It's a tough place. So God is ultimately the solution for major earthly figures that are missing in life. God is. God is the thing that's for missing. If you're missing a father, God is there. If you're missing a mother, God is there. He is the hidden figure that we need to make sure that we respond to. He is the one. This little girl came up to me afterwards. She goes, I just, I just want to thank you. She goes, now I know I can live without ever having to want to see my father again who's never going to come around. I don't have to sit around wondering what I'm going to be. I know I can be my best person whether he shows up or not. Little mixed girl, they, they took a picture of me talking to the kids. And I don't know what me and pictures, I don't do well in pictures. I, some of y'all take really good pictures. I'll take amazing pictures. I just look like somebody just like a stuffed burrito. I, I just don't, 
I understand. Like, I can't take a good one. I'm just, I'm using it. And then I look scared. Like, they go, is that your smile? Yeah, that's it. Take it. Ain't nothing going to change. And I always am like, why are we take? And they don't like to take them at the beginning when you're not sweating. They like take it at the end where like, I'm like drip chocolate just standing there and just, I'm just like, I, I don't like, I don't, you know, and I don't care. They're like, do you want to look at it? No, I know what it looks like. I know. Like all the other ones. Like all the other ones. When they were saying that, that you can be mentally destroyed by your environment, I, and they said it could cause you to have a gene. I thought, no, that's just too much. Now, you folks have gone too far. Now, I'm on the front row, trying, and I'm glad the lights was down. Y'all know how we did worship? They had the lights down like that. Thank you, Jesus, because God knew I can't. Y'all know I don't do well with my facial expressions anyway. When he said I was leaning, I was like, a gene jumped in me? Like, but what he's saying, you got a gene. That dude rattled off the most horrific family situation I ever heard of. And my family, how many of y'all got dysfunctional family? Everybody does. Adam and Eve, dysfunctional. They, the brother killed his brother. He, the, the boy, he killed his brother. That's dysfunctional. They ain't have no bills and grocery stores. They're getting grapes out the yard and killing it. That's dysfunctional. Right? So we all got family issues, but the gene to kill somebody didn't just jump on me. Now it's running around in there just fighting everybody, the good genes in there. My genes getting drive-bys. That's all I can think of. I'm sitting there cracking jokes to myself while this person's up there. Then he ran out of stuff, but he had 10 more minutes. He literally looked at his watch and looked around like, come get this. I'm done. I, I'm, and I'm not I'm trying not to judge him. I'm pretty sure I am. I will repent. But if you're going to show up for kids, show up for kids. Too many kids are come to things like that and they're like, these people don't care about me. He ain't even prepared. He's not even prepared. Oh, they did a step show at the beginning. Oh. That's who I wish I could have went after. Oh, they was good. They did a, I mean. Sorry. Did you move? Did you move? There you go, get that. Get that. Man, they was cool. They had their arms going and they were like, whoa. And then he went up after them. Killer. So, okay, then I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, okay? I'm done. I'm not saying this now. Just I'm done. Okay, I'm done. Wait, no, the choir sang. The choir sang. And then they sent them other people up there. I was like, and who do I go after? The safety video. <laughs> On school shootings. <laughs> Miss Ruby's sitting there like, I do it. I just need you to do it. I just need you to do it. I was like, are they trying to sabotage this from Miss Ruby? I was there to think of them. I'm here for you. I'm going to lose my mind when I get up there. I'm going to go crazy. I think God puts us in position not to sit around and watch it and talk about it, but to be about it and live it. Amen? 
Uh, Matthew chapter 6, 33 through 34, uh, Stephanie, who is on vacation, that we just prayed for her vacation. I, that was an amazing prayer request. Y'all hear that? We prayed for Stephanie and Scotty to be on vacation. Better vacation, better hotels and restaurants. I heard restaurants in the prayer. Y'all better be praying that over me when I go, okay? <laughs> Lord, bless him with a good deal. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. What, what do you need added to you? Whatever you need added, seek God first. And make sure it's added the right way. What did you say? Not just say it, but then have faith and believe it. A lot of people can get stuff added, but it might, didn't come from God. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself, men. Today has enough troubles of its own. And this is the second time I've done this verse, probably as many times as I've, when I was at your church last Sunday. I think we did the same verse when I was visiting here last Sunday. God is a multiplier of all things, not just your one thing. He's a multiplier of all things. So, so we don't have to limit our asking because everything is at the disposal of God's hand. I don't have to limit my asking. And I don't have to be careful when people who you ask for God, who you ask things from God around. Because some people judge you for what you ask God for. And, and that's okay. That, that's okay because that you're not asking for them to receive it. You're asking it for you to receive it. We have to be careful who we lay our pearls before. There's some swine out there that ain't cooked, that ain't ready for breakfast. When we see King Jesus first, the rule of God will be our nature. God can add everything else when we believe him at all cost. He cannot add if we're keeping cost to ourselves. But when we go in all costs, he can add. Right? I don't need God adding to my mix. I need God to wipe my mix away and put only what he's called me to have. We don't have to hunt for favorable numbers when we live in the favor of God. Right? We used to do that at our own church, man. We, gosh, it was, <laughs> the singleness was wild back then. Singleness, the, the, the single Christian groups uh, would try to find as many single Christian events to go to. Mm-hmm. It was fishing expeditions. And we were like, where are you going over there? Oh, opportunities. <laughs> yeah, somebody else looking for opportunities, which means both of y'all crazy. <laughs> right? And you're not looking at their patterns because you see a potential. And we would see that all the time. We're like, no, just let, let God minister to you first. Maybe you ain't ready to be found. Maybe your hook <laughs> ain't got worms on it. So, so. Ah. <laughs> I could just exit right now. <laughs> just stage left. Matthew chapter 2, verse 3 through 5. So let's look at God. God don't do, how many of y'all know God doesn't do it your way? And how many of y'all th should thank God for that? Because, again, if, if in, you know how your parents get smarter and smarter every year? Jesus should be smart every second. Every second. The paralytic was brought to him, carried by four men. Y'all know when someone's paralyzed, they cannot use 
their body. And when they put that tick on it, paralytic, it wasn't from the waist down. It means the whole body. Nothing works. He's lytic. Since they were unable to get to Jesus through the crowd, they uncovered the roof above him, made an opening, and lowered the paralytic on his mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Hold up. That's not what we brought him here for. You can't move, but you ain't going to hell now. How many of y'all would have thought Jesus missed it? Come on, man. We're going to put you. This dude heals. Here he is. You forgive him. Like, and a lot of times we think we know what we need when God gives us something else that he knows what we need. More than walking, he needs to know he's going to heaven. Right? I, I mean, I'm thinking, man, we just, we just tore open the, the roof and put him down here. You're talking about forgiving? He's going to need to be able to carry this mat, Jesus. And if you read later on, he does said, now rise up and walk after everyone got mad at him for forgiving him of his sins. And what difference does it make if I help him to walk when all the thing he's going to do is go back and get himself back paralyzed again? What difference does it make if God gives us what we want if we don't have the, the uh, character to keep it? If we don't have the holiness, the righteousness to walk in the blessing, all we're going to do is come back and become paralyzed by the blessing. He says your sins are forgiven. Right? I, we need to say that to some of you helpers in here. Quit trying to meet everybody's needs. Sometimes when they say, I got this going on, you just need to say, let's pray and go on. And then God will do the rest. I'm not saying that's all the time, but sometimes we try to do too much. And that, that uh, some of you guys have been in church where we've lost our minds and done activities where we did that world relay with the globes. And we'd have kids passing, they'd run back and forth and change chairs and do all that stuff, right? Well, God showed me something while I was speaking at school this week. Uh, superintendent came down. Like, that's supposed to scare me. Assistant principal. Man, I'm, do me. But God showed me while we was, and you know, the time we're running with it, when we don't run with it, when we just let the world go back and come forward, and God says, say this to the kids, students, you have to start letting the world come to you sometime instead of trying to run with it all the time. And I said that about adults too. I said, teachers too. Sometimes you're so busy carrying everybody else's world, you don't let your world come to you. You cannot run with everybody else's world and never have one of your own where you let it just come to you. And I tell them because I said, you're going to be helping students. You're doing something nobody else is doing. You're helping younger students. But if you don't let the world come to you, you'll miss your senior year doing all this work and you become bitter. So teachers, same thing. Make sure you let your world come to you. Go home, read a book, read your own book, one that doesn't require you to write an assignment for. Let your world come to you. He says, I know you cannot walk, and I know you cannot use your limbs, and I know you cannot function, but your sins are forgiven. And sometimes we need to quit complaining about what we don't have and realize that we are forgiven. 
That's the word in that. So what looks like the obvious need for this man was to get the use of his limbs. Jesus gives him what he really needs. And that is having his sins forgiven. God knows that we need better, knows what we need better than we do. Especially when all the physical signs point to one thing. God knows what we need. All the physical signs may point to this and I need to be there to rescue this. And God goes, no, you don't. Because if not, you're going to hide them from the strength that they need. If you keep running to bail them out, they will never know how to stand up for what they need. So that physical sign says you need this. That physical sign says go do this. That physical sign says do this. And God says, no, what you need to have and understand is you're forgiven. I've got you. So when it looks like you're losing the race in this world, good, because you're not running that race anyway. See, you're in a different race. (laughs) Jesus knew that this man's spiritual healing was important to him receiving his physical healing. I don't know if you guys have ever been addicted to anything before. Um, Mine was sunflower seeds. At one point, it was alcoholism. I want to say I wasn't addicted to marijuana, but I just had to have it every day. But um, sometimes three, four times a day. All right. I wasn't addicted, though. (laughs) I could put it down whenever I wanted. I just was picking it up 10 minutes later. (laughs) You have to understand that you could take it away from me. You could take it away. But if you don't deliver anything in me, I'm going to go find it somewhere else. And that's what God is saying. I want to get it to where you're finding, you're looking for it gets healed. I get you're looking for it healed. I, it, it, it's crazy. There are times that I'll look at these pictures they take of me and I'm going like, I need to really seriously go on a diet. I'm unhealthy. And I don't know if they're using the widescreen or what. But it just I look huge. And then I'll just start laughing at the picture because I'm like, that's funny to me. That what the enemy will try to get into our mind off of something that we see an image of and make us believe in the wrong stuff. Let's just start laughing. Let's take more. Now I'm jumping. I'm, I'm photobombing. You want to play that game, devil? I'll be the, the thick kid in all the pictures. I mean, there'll be a bunch of chocolate in there. We just, we just get it all rolling. So what, again, you need to not let the enemy try and pull you down and begin to lift your head up. Say, God, my mind hadn't been right today, but I know the hidden figure says that you didn't give me a spirit of fear, but a love power and a sound mind. I thank you for bringing the soundness to me. I know all this stuff in front of me doesn't make sense, but you bring me soundness, that peace that surpass all understanding. Oh my gosh, it was the song. I know, I know the one I wanted to say. I wanted to sing it. But, but you know when you can't sing and you want to sing and you just have to sing anyway? When you can't sing, it's the part, the worship song that we just talked about, the hallelujah, endless hallelujah. And that's love, man. I love a good wife, man. You could talk about worship songs too, right? Talk about Jesus too. This is, you could, the ones you can. And she says, he's always been there. We just couldn't see you but he's always been there oh my gosh i was on that treadmill and i was running and there are times when it hits me good with those people how the holy ghost and they they have to they shuffle uh, but i have to grab the treadmill and run 
<laughs> like that. That's my shuffle. Is I'll keep jogging on the trails. Because I have to get off because that means it's getting good to me and then I don't want to fall. And I have to let that pass. I have to let that, that, uh, just, I have to let it pass because I can't run and Y'all not getting like that in your worship? Oh, bonus. Yeah. It's good. And you got to have it. You were 3,000 strange kids in one week. That's a lot of emotions. That's a lot of hugs. The middle school kids are just, oh, stop hugging me. We don't know each other like that. You don't know, mister, this is the best day of my life. Well, I want it to stop. It's lovely do an activity called Ships and Sailors. Uh, it's basically Simon Says on steroids. Now, I can't get my sons out on this activity. Gyron just is just monsters. I can't. And they know me because they know how I operate. So what I start telling them, if I say captain's coming, you cannot move. No matter what I say, don't move. I, and I'll tell the kids, I'm going to try and trick you. I say this up front. This is what the devil says. I'm going to try and trick you. I tell them this. They go, you ain't going to get me, mister. I said, I got you right now. The fact that you're responding, you're done. You're going to be the first ones to go. And so what happens is I'll start going through the things, and then I'll get them. I'll say, captain's coming, and then just for, just for playing, I go, hit the deck. And then 10 of them gone immediately. See, I told you we're going to get me. Then I, I, what I had to do to get my sons out was I had to make them, because I couldn't get them out individually. They would, we'd be there all day. I had to make them be a part of a team. So I'd say, get in groups of five. And if anybody from your team is late doing something, all of you have to go. That was the only way I could get them out. Because my sons know my voice. And no matter what chaos I was creating, John would just be looking at me like, that's it? Because you know I know you. And I would start going into these circles and start speaking. And I'd get some of them out of their groups. And they'd be down to three people. And I'd go, now you're down to three people. Some of y'all better go find somebody because you don't have five. And I'll say something. And they all take off. And just be looking at me like, mm -mm. I know you. I know you. I know when something's not of you. I was thinking about that. If we know God, we'll know when things are not of God. They'd be the justice to say, just couldn't get them. We'd be there all day. I'd be like trying to chase them down. And then I'd get tired and I couldn't catch them. They were good. Know the voice of God and the voice of misdirection won't have an effect on you. So I was thinking about, I was telling this, this dude like, oh, mister, I got, he was all, yeah, I got you. He's all. <laughs> now ships, you're supposed to go to your right. Sailors, you go to your left. I yelled ships and took off running that way, which was my right. He ran right with me. I said, you know what's about to happen, right? He goes, yeah, yeah, I got you. I go, no, you're going to go sit down because you're going the wrong way. And I go, I wish my sons was here. <laughs> they were like, how do you know to do that? I said, listen, learn how to hear from yourself. Learn how to hear from yourself. They'd be running with their hand up like this. Look where your hand is. Oh, go, you go sit down. Go. You over there. So it looks like an obvious need. It looks like, God, I need more money in my bank account. He says, no, you need more restraint. 
I'm sorry, Teresa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me go a different direction. Let me go a different direction. And a lot of people say, I need to work out more. And God says, no, you need to quit eating so much. So it, it, there, there, there's options. There's options. You don't need to run 10 miles. You need to lay off of the 10 other uh, side dishes. That, that <laughs> I need to read the Bible more. I'll obey one of the scriptures. Just obey one. I love being back here. Listen, I haven't recovered from yesterday, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Philippians 4, 19 through 20. <laughs> it says this, and my God will supply all of your, I need y'all to say it with me like you mean it. Come on. I know y'all read the verse with me, but if you didn't, it's up here. My God will supply all of your, and it doesn't say your wants, and it doesn't say your opinions, and it doesn't say your likes. He says your needs. And you know what? Sometimes we don't want our needs met. We want our wants met. I don't care about my needs, Jesus. I want my wants. According to his riches, his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Not according to what you're rich in. God, you know I'm good at that. You know I'm good at talking, God. Why you didn't give me a job? Why you didn't give me that promotion? You know I'm good at that. Because I'm not blessing you according to your riches. I'm blessing you according to my riches. Because my riches will last longer than your riches. God, you know I could do that job better than them. You know if I was up there. Ooh, it's quiet up here in this cathedral. You know I'm a better spouse. You know I'm the best one. He says, but I blessed you according to my riches. I meant for you to not put up, but lift up that person. Well, I'm going out of town tomorrow. So y'all, I mean today, so y'all can have your little angry looks all you want to. <laughs> One girl told me I have skin tone. Said I had a skin tone. My tone making noises. My skin making noises. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. All right? So it's about Jesus. God meets our needs according to our faith in his word. Make sure you have a word for your need and it will be a gateway for God's supply. Right? Isaiah 55, 11, God's word cannot and will not return unto you void. It will accomplish where it is sent. God's word will show up where it has been put up. So put the word up in you and it'll show up in you. We supply faith to the results that God has already provided. Just, just supply. God has already said, by his stripes you were. Put your faith on that. I have supplied. I will supply. all. Your need. Just put your faith on that. Don't go around looking for it. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17 through 18. For our light and temporary afflictions is producing for us an eternal glory that far outweighs our trouble. Y'all know we don't have to wait for anything. All these lightning storms. Anybody got direct TV? Your cable stopped working? What you do? Pull out your phone. Got the app on your phone. I can still watch my channels. Right? <laughs> lightning ain't bothering me on my phone. I still got my TV. You know, when one thing gets shut down in your life, you still got your faith. 
Look at your faith. Well, that didn't work, but I still got my faith. Just turn your faith. I did that same thing. When all that lightning was in Dallas, and it's just direct TV, the screen on the, the little screens, they, they give me the, the big plasma TVs in my hotel room, and they don't work. I just pull out my phone. I think some of us need to do that. When something ain't working on the big screen in your life, pull out that thing, call your faith, and start watching God do that. You can get script. You can get a sermon out of the weather. So, for our light of temporary reflections is producing for us an eternal glory that far outweighs our troubles. So we fix, fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. We fix our eyes, not on the figures, but on the hidden figures. For what is seen is temporary, but the hidden figures are eternal. God has figured it out. Follow him. For we walk by faith and not by that's next Sunday's sermon. The numbers against you are limited. But the figures of heaven are coming from eternity. Though they are hidden figures, we are assured they are there when we need them. I didn't have a good father example, but the father figure is coming from above. I didn't have a good mother figure, but the God figure is coming from above. I didn't have a good work figure, but the God figure is showing me how to work as wholeheartedly as unto the Lord. Amen? Amen. I want you guys to bow your heads and pray for you. You need prayer. Asking for needs. The Father, as our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed, that Lord, that for every person in this room that feels like there's just something missing, I can have all this stuff, but I'm not happy. I'm going to have things, but I don't have myself. And Lord God, I want to know that I can be complete, that I can be a finished product. So Lord, I understand I must come to you. If I try to let something else or someone else try to complete me, I'm going to end up less than what I was before. So I turn toward you, Jesus. Lord God, I know that in you, you have everything I need to meet all of my needs according to your glorious riches by Christ Jesus. As you are praying, your heads are bowed, and eyes are closed, you're saying, I, Pastor, I don't, I don't have the figure of salvation. I've never accepted Jesus openly. And just like the man who might have come in with all of those needs, been paralyzed, the one thing he needed and God knew he needed was to be forgiven. And, and I want to accept God's forgiveness today. As heads are bowed, eyes are closed, people are praying. If that's you, I want you just to raise your hand and put it down. We just want to pray over you. Said, I want to have that need, man. Awesome. So we're in the house, man. We're in it. We're in it. So here, God, I'm praying. I, I can see in my mind that I don't have enough for this and I don't have enough for that. I, I, I'm believing for your hidden figure to show up in a mighty way. My body seems to be missing in this area. I, I have this sickness. I have that sickness. But, but Lord, I know that there's a figure in there that says, by his stripes, I am healed. My mind wanders. I'm confused. I, I may have grown up without and, and didn't have a father, didn't have the things I needed to have. I tend to wake up every day angry. But Lord God, I pray, I pray, show me the hidden figure that I'm missing. And that is life. And that more abundantly. I want to wake up with joy. I want to wake up with peace. Lord, I need to depend on you. 
And Father, I pray for each and every person that has been called by you to minister, teach, preach. I know the devil comes after these people harder than ever before. Ever before. Never forget as a 14-year-old kid giving my life to Christ, y'all. And, and the devil hunted me down day in and day out. And the first thing he went after was my attitude. And he went after me and caused him to make me angry. And was just trying to disqualify me early. But I tell you, we pray that you bounce back. Don't stay stuck to the bottom. He's fighting you because he knows you're going to make a difference. He's fighting you because he knows you're going to be the one that changed lives. And, and he's trying to fight you in the midst of your destiny. He's trying to fight it off. And, and you're warring with your destiny. But I tell you, surrender to God and you'll see that peace. And you'll see that things that made you angry won't make you angry anymore because you'll be in track with God. Father God, I thank you. Thank you for revealing figures. I always figured... I'm going to serve you no matter what. So, Lord, we thank you for our faith coming forth. I pray. I give you glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We'll put it up here. Now, I, I know, you know.